Hello, and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. We're here to infect you with the truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Hello, hello, hello. It's been one month. One month to the day. Yeah. Because I think we recorded on June 12th and you uploaded on the 13th. So we are coming live from Soak City. (laughs) (laughs) Or it sounds like it. Um, We have three kids in the pool. As we record, and it's going to be the background noise all episodes, so hope you all enjoy that. <laughs> There's no way around that. So we're just going to go straight <laughs> straight into our episode, guys. It's been a month, and so much has happened in our lives and in the world. So you went to Florida. I sure did. And still in love with it. I had the best weather ever. Because it's always the thing, right? Like when you from California, you're like, well, is the weather good? <laughs> but the weather. And the last few times I've gone over the summer, it's rained a lot. Hmm. That's why it's so green there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I take it with, a, with mm-hmm. what, it, what I get to mm-hmm. look at. But there are days where we don't do anything. And I'm like, it could be a home in California. But this time we had like no rain. And I was like, Lord, <laughs> what are you t- trying to tell me? We had it, rained, it rained when you left. Here? No. Oh, mm-hmm. it rained when I left in Florida? It was crying. Oh, right. It was crying because I was leaving. Yeah. They cried like- for like a second, then it stopped. <laughs> so, okay. You it was still- funny because I sent you the picture and I'm like, we're leaving on a good day. I sent my parents the same picture. I'm like, look, we're leaving on a good day. It's raining. And then it started to, it, it kind of, it just kind of like stopped. And then the water gets real calm, like glassy. Mm. And it's all calm. And then I was like, oh, it's getting good again. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a sign. Yeah. That you, you. Oh, I certainly didn't want to come home. Yeah. I was not ready to come home this time. I could have had at least at least another week. Dang. If not more. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. I real comfortable there this last time. Oh, and you were window shopping. So oh, yeah. I looked you, at neighborhoods. You sent me some beautiful pictures. And just, we got to do more like local we went down to their mm-hmm. downtown area. I don't know. Just familiarized mm-hmm. myself with it more. Like, I can, yeah. I'm pretty good about with directions, so I can, like, remember how to get somewhere if I just kind of pay attention the first one or two times. Wow. I have a pretty good natural sense of direction. And so I was kind of towards the end of the week, like, just know, knowing where I needed to turn instead of looking at um, wow. the map. Because <clears throat> it's a pretty, like, spread out city. And... Um, there's lots of different ways to get places, but like they don't really have like rush hour traffic or crazy backed really? up traffic, which is nice. Oh, okay. Um, but there's just a lot of different ways you can get places. Oh, okay. The way it's laid out. So like I wouldn't, at first I wouldn't remember. So but this time I was like, oh, I know where to turn. I know where to turn. I, to, <laughs> I took Jason to like see a neighborhood and I'm like, I don't even need the directions. I just know oh, how to get there. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> not good. That is not good <laughs> for us. <laughs> Dang. But I really feel like it's it's a vacation home. That's my mindset. It's like I'm buying a vacation. I'm going to buy a vacation home and just go like whenever. Just have the best of both worlds in my mind. Like I don't know yeah. how realistic it is or what it will really mean. But like in my perfect world, in my mind, I just want to have my Florida house that I can just go to <laughs> when I need to escape this yeah. hellscape mm-hmm. of California that we yeah. are in that I can't even enjoy. <sighs> despite the fact I have... All my fam- family and friends here, but well, let's talk about California. Yeah, we just know too much, <laughs> and it's just oh. <laughs> we have several bills that we want to talk about, and we say this because um, <sighs> I'm I'm tired, but we try to keep you informed on the bills coming through, getting shot down, passing. Like, so you're in the know. Um, we've given you many tools in the past year on how who to call, easy ways to oppose bills, or if you're for a bill. So we're just going to go through some nauseating bills right now. So the newest one, because today was the day that it got shot down. Um, 
I forgot her name. Um, she was a Republican, wrote a bill, SB 14. I can't think of her name. And it was basically like the human trafficking bill. And this would make um, like a hard felony or I don't know if that's the right term for uh, trafficking minors. If you're caught trafficking minors, this would be a felony, would be one of the three strikes you're out laws. Like, you know, it would be a strike. Um, it was to really crack down on trafficking of minors. And it was shot down. So congrats, California, on that one. I'm trying to see her, her name. Oh, I, she, I have oh, it. Go ahead. What's her name? Shannon Grove. Thank you, Shannon Grove. And so there were two Republicans who voted for it. Tom Lackey and Juan. He, they voted Lenny. to sh- shut it down. There was re- Those are Republicans that said, no, we don't need this bill. No, no. She said. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? It says, we're the only committee members, Republicans, who voted for classifying the trafficking of minors oh. as a serious felony. She listed two oh. senators. Lackey and who? Tom Lackey and Juan Alanis. Okay, because I read it wrong then. Because I was really disappointed in Lackey. Because I don't know why <laughs> that I followed this guy when he was running. They're assemblymen, sorry. Assemblymen. So I don't know why I know this man, but I was like, no. Okay, so they were for it. Assemblyman Lackey is Santa Clarita. Santa Antelope Clarita. Valley. The other one, Palmdale, basically. The other one doesn't didn't say. I was, okay. Because I was following Tom Lackey. <laughs> and, um, okay, so I'm happy. Okay, because I really liked him. And then the rest of them. There was because there were Republicans one, that shot it down. A there few was six on the committee that didn't vote. Um, couldn't muster the backbone to vote, so they basically just abstained. Right? Is that what yeah. that means? But I mean, but like, what does why? that mean? Yeah, I know it's so bizarre. That's so bizarre. I I don't understand what these people people's reasoning for not classifying. What are we missing? What do we not understand? Yeah, maybe that we need to know of why you would not classif- want to classify that. Other than the fact that it's a money-making thing and you're probably <laughs> getting some sort of campaign funding from people who are making money off, trafficking. off of trafficking minors. I don't, I mean, that's, a, I don't know why else you wouldn't As we talk about these other bills, it's not so far-fetched. People need to explain themselves. <laughs> um, I mean, this Mia Bonta, Mama three, she's a, a mother. Hopefully her kids don't get trafficked. <laughs> Bay Proud, so I'm thinking she's from Bay Area. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, along those lines, so, I mean, just keep your eyes and ears open. I don't know if they're going to revise it or what's going to happen with it, but it was shut down. So that was the news of today, July 12th. Um, no cash bail. So there's a whole list that, forgive me, that I do not have. There's a whole list of crimes that um, no longer require a Uh, cash bail so you get caught so Susan and I before we um started recording we're talking about this and it's not that so it's it's both ways so it's no cash bail that doesn't mean like if there's some good cops out there and they're wanting to fight crime and they're not tired of knowing these criminals are just going to be let loose because it has to be tiring um so if they arrest them and take them in, um, they still get booked. You know, they're going to have a trial date. They're going to, you know, they're going to be recorded. So the no cash bail just means they now get to go home. Right. And then they're supposed to still go mm-hmm. to their like to see what happens to them for this crime. It might. If. <laughs> You guys know, I am always like, if I am wrong, let me know. So um, that's what I got from reading it. Now, for the tired cops, rightfully tired cops of the crime-ridden California, um, do you just look the other way now? It's just like, what, why? Why are we arresting them? You know, so it's because I feel like all the videos and people talking about the no cash bail, which is... 
thousand percent horrible um, because some of these um, I was telling Susie for sure one of them was like spousal rape so I mean there's some there's some major crimes on this on this list and so it's it's one of those like I don't want people to think that they're not like they still have to go to the trial now will they go I don't know will you go on the run I don't know but um, it's not just that you just get away with stuff now. It's just no cash bail, but which in turn makes more crime, mm -hmm. just like shooting down SB 14. Now these traffickers are like, it's not even a hardened crime. Like it's not even a felony. Like not, not to be gross, but this is why there's been an explosion over the last five plus years in especially trafficking children because these drug dealers have become smart because you can only deal your drug once where kids you can sell them over and over and over in a day and so this is big profit and united states is the number one consumer of of child pornography of child sex trafficking and so we're we're the ones that are funding this and so like you said who's why are you voting against this could we be wrong? Could we? I did not sit and read every sentence of this bill. Maybe we missed something. Who knows? But it's to me a sad day. Yeah. You have something yeah. about the cash bill? Well, I was just, it, it was reminding me. I, can't, I feel like it was either from Pandemic 3 or just something that we've come across where I feel that when you're creating those types of environments. Mm -hmm. Cause then I know in pandemic three, they talked about it. Like why did everyone have to stay home? But these cities would let their cities burn and chaos Yeah, because it creates panic. Mm -hmm. And then the citizens go to the people in charge and want help. They want control. So then it allows the government to enact more control and more patent and power over people. So like to me, it's just LA they're run by Democrats. Yep. Um, and they, can create this chaos in their city. And then the people from of Los Angeles will come to their city crying for help. And then that allows them to be like, okay, well, we need to control this, this, and this. Yeah. So it's very communist and Marxist, like <laughs> the root of everything <laughs> going on in our culture right now, which you will learn about in pandemic three, <laughs> if you haven't watched it. But like, I can just hear you. I, I can sit here and, and now and listen to you talk about it. And I, that's, it's like, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Like, Makes sense. Creating chaos, and then that ensures the government more power and control over the citizens because then we need control of the chaos. Like, it's just how but, it's worked forever. But also, tell me if I'm wrong. I've only seen it once in Pandemic 3. Um, then you have people leaving, and then that's when BlackRock comes in. Oh, yeah. And buys up. Buys you up. know, like, it's, mm -hmm. it's a whole crazy cycle. Okay, yeah. let's move on. We have so much more to cover <laughs> and we are going to stay on time. Okay. <laughs> um, going back to an old bill, SB 665. And this is the one where 12 years old and up can be taken away or like be emancipated mm -hmm. from their families if they want to transgender and their families do not want them to. Um, so whether they're taken away because it's child abuse now or the child, um, you know, wa wants to leave, like wants to leave, they can, right? So my question is this, there was a list and it was like guidance counselors, but it said public school. So I just want to know, I, it scares me. I have a junior in public school and then I have a sixth grader in private school, but I feel like at least private school should be transparent. Because these bills are in California and that we should know. Like, if my kid goes to a guidance counselor and says, you know, I think I'm a girl. I'm feeling a girl. I'm feeling conflicted. Like, what, what is the duty and what will the guidance counselor say? Is this questions just everyone should have? Um, but I feel like 
most parents don't know about these bills. Oh, yeah. So, um, and you just... By design, too. Yes. And you just fully trust your kids over for six to seven hours a day with a bunch of people that do you really know? So, yeah, just stay open with your kids. Do you have anything else about the 665 before we move on to the other one? I just think it all... It's like as we're reading these bills and they're all... um, You're hearing, like, what they are. And then I just see so many dots connected between them because it's like, oh, if you can get 12-year-olds mm-hmm. and, like, young children that are, you know, have left their families, now they're very impress- impressionable. They are going to need – it's in our nature to need community and family. So if you're leaving your family, you're going to find try and find trust in a different one. And then, you know, now <clears throat> it's, it's, not pros- it's not a felony to traffic children – you have a whole, we have another bill we're going to talk about where people are needing babies because there's a infertility inequality. It just seems like it's all connecting to me in California. And I just like, I, I don't know what, <laughs> I know I said a few episodes back that like God doesn't have to do anything because we're just destroying ourselves mm-hmm. here. But yeah. like, at the one devil. point, I've also like, you know, I rem- it's like God is patient until yeah. he's not and yeah. his judgment is you know, righteous. Yeah. And it's like, what, what is going to happen? I don't know. I just, I don't understand how like everything happening in California right now with, as far as policy and like what it stands for and what it's creating is like, people are not protesting in the streets. Like that's what someone this morning I've read in comments about bills and they're like, how are people how we're not protesting? And I'm thinking, you know, it's like, yeah, why? why? Everyone's just like, Mm-hmm. totally oblivious to it or just I just feel like there's too many and I'm not saying that I, I'm not part of that problem sometimes mm-hmm. but you know if it's not affecting you specifically or you feel like it's these are issues that you're specifically having to deal with or whatever then it's just easy to sort of like live your go on with your life and just try and you know um do, deal with your own issues and problems that you're dealing with which is valid you know validated to a point but it's Mm -hmm. like i just think that's that's the unfortunate reality of california is you know it's there is a lot of comfort here and people work hard and they you know keep up with the joneses and there's just a lot going on and like you just aren't that's not in in people's priorities to fight for stuff that they don't feel is really going to affect them or their families immediately like they're not and so and we all, you know, I don't think that I'm apart from that statistic at every time, but I do feel like I'm more aware of it and have at least made attempts to contact legislate, you know, legislators and and people to let them at least know how I feel. I mean, I could do more, but um I also know, I also still just have this this overall feeling when I'm out, you know, in public or in groups that like most people around me just don't even know this stuff is happening. Or they just, they don't, like, think about how they can actually speak out against it or take action. They just kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is awful. But, you know, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the weather. I'm not leaving the perfect weather. That's so me. I don't want to be able to live with hurricanes. Like, they, you know, I get all the, yeah. like, comments. And I'm just no, like, well, a lot of people yeah. are existing outside of the state. And they can't understand how we're okay with this. Like, They're like we are the butt of a lot of jokes. Another and see, they're like, real, like. You're just like, ouch. But you just like, I wouldn't know. Like, I was definitely that Californian that was like, people are just jealous. Like, yeah. they wish they could live here and they poke fun. Like, they live in like places where there's like tornadoes and hurricanes and like snow. And so, you know, they're just jealous. But you're like, no, people like cannot believe the crap that is happening here and like why we're okay with this. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Wait, I wrote down SB 132. Can you look that up? Because I didn't put any notes on under it. But we're going to move on to SB 729. <laughs> okay, guys. This is, um, makes me, I mean, everything want, this like makes me want to vomit. Like, I just, I just think it's like a ton of things, like makes my stomach hurt. So this bill is going to force employers to basically pay the health care for gay men and um, make them um, labeled as 
infertile? Is that the is that what they called it? Infer infertility. In, in, in inequality, infertility inequality. Because they can't get pregnant, mm-hmm. obviously. But <laughs> I thought men could get pregnant anyways. <laughs> We're not going to do the mental gymnastics. Um, so that's going to force employers, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong, um, to pay for them to have a surrogate. And so they're going to now start um, <laughs> implanting women with... Yeah, gay people's babies. So it's um, I don't. It says it would require employers to provide insurance plans that Mm -hmm. cover all non-experimental fertility treatments, including the cost of in vitro fertilization for a surrogate hired by any couple or single person that is unable to conceive naturally. Advocates for the legislation have hailed it as a crucial step towards achieving fertility equality for the LGBTQ plus community. The bill would change the definition of infertility so that it includes a person's inability to reproduce either as an individual or with their partner without medical intervention. The new definition of infertility would encompass statuses such as being in a same-sex relationship or being single. It would erroneously equate medical infertility to relational infertility. (laughs) Because that's what it is. (laughs) Two males cannot make a baby. (laughs) Basic biology. And I feel like if you sign up for that relationship, that's what you have to know that. Like, and so, yeah. Yeah. If that surprises you or you know what to say, you're not equal to me and my husband because we can make babies. I don't, I mean, that's, we kind of knew that when we made that choice. But, okay, that (laughs) brings me to the next issue, which is not a bill, but it's men nursing babies before we move on. I have to cover this. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> we have to laugh because we're just gonna cry. We gotta just laugh. It, the one three two, real quick. Okay, one SB one three two. Go for the it. Transgender Respect Agency and Digni- Dignity Act. It became effective on January first, twenty twenty one. It allows incarcerated transgender, non-binary, and intersex people to request to be housed and searched in a manner consistent with their gender identity. That's what it was. God, I was like, I knew I wrote it down for a reason. I mean, we can go into that too, but. It's on the California.gov website. I'm over it. I really am. Um, yeah. you'll, you'll catch me on days where I'm ready to fight, and then you're going to catch me. Um, I think, I think days, we're, I'm, I'm done. Like, I think we're you know what? Right now. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> calling. I'm done emailing. You know what, California? Let's just see where this is going to go. <laughs> like, let's like... just go. Let's just see. You know what? I want to see men nursing in restaurants. That's what yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Oh, CDC. CDC has come out with medication for t- men that think they're women. I don't even know the right terms. Not, I'm so serious. Like, transgender man i i think okay. it's a transgender woman i think it's a man who's who who's become who's now become a, a woman has trans to a woman in quotations <laughs> okay you know what no no we are not doing that on our show okay cdc has come out with medication to the freaks the men that think that they are women and that they are literally producing something out of their nipples. How? I don't know. It's freaking disgusting. Um, and internet is forever. And so there's these men that are racing to the internet with infants on there trying to suck their nipples. And then if you go backlog, if that's the correct term... Um, on their Twitters or pictures, Instagram of the same man with the infant on his thing, you know, um, has fetishes with nipples and has had captions saying, I'm turned on by this when the infant is sucking the nipple. Um, because I think you can, you can have gender dysphoria was what it's called. Um, and then there's like. Which is a mental issue. It is. But then there's like, you jumped off the cliff mental. Like, 
if you are putting an infant on your male nipple and then taking a picture and posting it, like, oh my God. Like, special, special place in hell for. <laughs> What? This kind of stuff. Yes. And then on the CDC website, for men that have the chemically induced breast tissue, this is like the medicine. So the, the man that has, it's a mouthful, chemically induced breast tissue in him and is taking the medicine. Guess what's been linked? The baby is now suffering from heart issues. There's one more thing, and I freaking forgot to write it. But anyways, we'll just stick with the heart issues. The baby is now, like, fully fine at birth and now has heart issues after sucking this man's breast. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I just feel like this is, in my lifetime, I can't remember where it's been more... Adults have been more important than children. Like, three years. This is three years... Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean, I don't know. It's just unbelievable how like babies are not babies are not valued in our culture. I mean like by these people. Like they're just commodities, you know, from that did we talk about the we haven't even gotten there yet, no, right? We have. No, but it makes me want to cry because I could hear the boys laughing and they're just like living their best yeah. life and like we just high five high five <laughs> high five i just want to cry because of what we're talking about and they're over there yeah just they will hopefully ever know but which is they shouldn't they but shouldn't but you know what there's a whole I, generation coming up now of babies and I, they will have been abused you know from the get-go th- like that is literally them. sexual abuse oh, you're yeah. literally Yep. Putting an infant that is not yours, yeah, trying to suck and your nipple, under- and you have a fetish with nip your right, nipple because, like, for a mother, you feed the baby when the baby's crying and they're hungry, and you know there's a certain like what is it called um, letdown? Is that what it's called? Like, so they release like your your milk. Um, it's you know it works for the mom and the baby to find comfort because then if you are producing all this milk and the baby's not eating, then it's just like, you got to pump it out. Like it's Man, just, it's painful, painful, right? <laughs> like it's all just part of yeah. nature and how, mm-hmm. um, you know, God designed mothers to fe- breastfeed. But it's like, now you have these men that are just doing it for their own. They just want to do it so they can feel like a woman. And then are they, they're not doing it because the baby's hungry and ready to eat. No, like no, no. Are people not putting that together. Like there's, I just like I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know how. So we're like are, stuttering, or or like not putting this together, and I mean I don't doubt that the majority of popu- of the population is absolutely disgusted by this, but it's like people are so afraid to, to ruffle feathers mm-hmm. and offend and not accept and not affirm, and this is the slippery freaking slope that we talk about when you allow. Things against God's design to run free in our culture. I mean, there, it's complicated in my head because I have people I know from communities and, you know, I don't, like Christians, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I accept a lot of stuff and I feel that every, you know, human beings are entitled to human rights well, well-behaved, tax-paying individuals are allowed, you know, rights in society. I don't know, you know, but I just feel like um, if something is against God's design, it's just eventually going to deteriorate into something much worse. And that's what I feel like is happening right now. Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm at a loss for words. Um Cause yeah, I just it's, can't believe we're sitting here and these are the things we're talking about. Could you like, no. if you would have told me three years ago that we would be sitting here like, talking about the worst nursing thing, babies, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. My, how the slope is just like I falling would. out from under us and like, I've said it on several episodes that I can look back at my like late teenage self 
and um, hearing like the Mormons put a ton of money into fighting the that marriage bill for gays to get married. I don't remember what year it was, but I was young, like maybe 17, 18. But I was I was young because I was not married and I could have been younger. But I just remember them fighting it. And I was happy even though I was like living a sinful life, Um, you know, and then hearing someone say like at what point, like once you let this gate open, because I, I was like. Like, just let, like, I had a mentality of they just want to get married, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, let them live their life. But at the same time, I knew it was sin. So I was like, conflicted. And I was like, okay, good. They're fighting the Mormon, like the Mormon, I believe it was the Mormon church put in a ton of money to fight that bill, um, a bill, law, whatever it was. Um, and so I was like, okay, good. But I was like, they just want to get married, whatever. And I remember someone saying, where does it stop? And I was like, BS. Whatever you're thinking, like, because they went like, can you marry animals? Can you marry blah, blah, blah? Can you marry your family member? And I was like, rolling my eyes. And I'm thinking like, never, 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 never would that ever happen. And here we are. And it's not even about marriage. This is just like kids taken away. Kids like um, can be trafficked without a, you know, the trafficker getting a felony. And here we are men nursing babies. And it's like, you know what? Like you said, God is like, you guys opened that gate. Now you're all going to live in worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. Wasn't there, there, aren't they redefining, they're changing, trying to change California law, right? To, de, to redefine marriage. Because it was still in California, which I was surprised. I was like, really? It's only yeah. between a man and a woman in California? Mm-hmm. Are we sure about that? Um, but isn't that what they're doing right now? Isn't that going on? I'm trying to look it up. But I don't know. They're trying but to change I, the definition <laughs> so that it's not just between a man and a woman. But I think it's funny because it's like, like, screw, like, what, like, Who's even fighting for marriage anymore? No, I know. Like, not even yeah. Christians. Christians yeah. are just living together. They're yeah. sleeping together. No, like, it's just like a joke. Mm-hmm. Not to everyone. Yeah. But I'm saying for the majority, it's like, why? That's, that's They're probably not even worried about this because they're yeah. worried about yeah. grabbing our 12-year-olds. And they're worried about, you know, I don't know, men being in women prisons and... uh. <laughs> two men have the right to have a baby you know it's like it's a joke yeah it's a joke these are just one oh the no cash bill too one two three four five these are only five bills that we just talked about like there's you know how many bills are out there <sighs> i'm done I ready to laugh. <laughs> Are we, to, I'm so mad. I just, yeah, I'm trying to like bring it all back in. To bring a point it all because in. let's go. Well, and I there isn't. So I don't think we touched. Did we kind of we touched on it a little bit about the surrogacy issue with like oh I don't know or do we not? No, we know. didn't. But there's you know there's been some stuff in the news. I mean, um, we talked about the SB seven two nine, which okay would lead into the surrogacy yeah. um, debate, and there was an interesting debate that I kind of like, uh, com- you know, with comments of people on a post that mm-hmm. happened. And I think it's been since taken down. Um, and it, you know, it was showing these two gay men that um, had a baby, mm-hmm. had, ado- had gone through a, a, the adoption process to adopt a baby. And so they show the nurse bringing, bringing the baby out and saying, would you like to meet your daughter? And they're crying, you know. And so it's like <clears throat> the emotional side of you, um, is like, oh, this is so sweet, you know. Um, it's easy to, like, look at it through a certain lens, right? And yeah. um, the person who posted this was calling out the larger I- issue, which w- I, we would call the slippery slope, where it's like, even if these people are doing the adoption process um, the way every other same-sex couple would do it, um, you can't... S- you can't, you're going to lying to yourself if you think, if you think this is not going to, um, create a whole nother problem of like surrogacy and just like babies on demand and, and like, yeah. you know, creating a, a market where they're just a commodity at this point. 
And if people are hard up for money or whatever, and they can have a baby um, and, you know, give it to a same-sex couple or whatever, um, or a young, you know, single person needs money and is willing to carry a child, or you know. Yeah. Um, it sounds like all innocent and, yeah. you know, just a loving community, however people want to, like, exp- explain it away. Um, you can, you know, you can try and, like, do that, right? But as an adopt as an adopted baby, you know, it really like struck me because someone made comments um, and people were kind of like agreeing and disagreeing with it. And so, you know, I was telling Trisha like only an adopted person knows mm-hmm. this because um, I dropped off some of the love boxes at a pregnancy center. And I don't know how we got into this conversation, but like I basically was telling the lady that was tour- giving us the tour. And my mom, my, my adoptive mom is with me. So I was adopted at birth. So this is my mother. This is who raised me. So I have a birth mother, but I have my adopted mom who is my mother. Um, she's right there. And I just, you know, happened to say to the w- lady, um, you know, this is against God's design. Like I have to live split in half my whole life. And I, ha- even though I'm raised in a loving Christian family, huge community, just everything that, and a, 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 that my birth mother who adopted me out um, would want for me, I had, you can't feel, fill a void that is against God's design, no matter how much goodness and because it's against his design. Like a baby is not meant to be away from their mother, their biological mother. Um, so yeah, we are, you know, I had the best case scenario and I'm grateful and there's so much benefit to it, but like it don't, like I do, I agree with some of these comments that, were made about like the fact that like even though adoption's beautiful and it's mm-hmm. you know a thing it's still it masks a horrible sin or a horrible situation um i just i hope this is coming across right because like I, I am grateful for everything that happened you know for what god gave me in my life and everything like that but like i will never fe- feel whole like because it's not i don't know where i belong like you, so. you mentioned um, abandonment. Yeah. Like you get um, the comment said ab- abandonment issues. Let me just read it because I feel like it's just an interesting like and, you know, there was a, a mother who adopted um, ch- with adopted children who was like upset that, that this person saying these kinds of things or that the um, w- the post, you know, was mm-hmm. talking about adoption like this. But like this 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 mother she doesn't understand like only an adopted person understands what these people are saying yeah i mean i'm not proud of it. it's just it just is what it is yeah. like i don't know it's just you just don't know the feeling unless you are in my shoes yeah and so yeah this lady said i'm adopted and understand the unexplainable pain of abandonment that you carry throughout your life it's something you learn to live with it happened the day you were born and you were taken immediately away from the most familiar person you know you're thrust into the arms of strangers that smell weird and sound foreign. I'm so grateful for my adopted family and my birth mother giving me the best life possible mm-hmm. under not so ideal circumstances, which was me. Yeah. That's me. Mm-hmm. It took selfless love and sacrifice on their part. I can't fathom how all these children will feel knowing their parents, in quotations, voluntarily put them through this for their own personal gain. I had imagined very confused. So what they're touching on the fact is like, yes, it's an adoption, but like my parents couldn't. Yeah. Have children. Mm-hmm. So they took the adoption route and I, they have me, but like you have two people who literally can't make a child. Their only option is to have someone create a child for them. Mm-hmm. And while their, their intention is good, you know, they may have good intentions and they're doing their part to like adopt a child into, I mean, I don't judge these people. Yeah. Like maybe they they could po- potentially be giving this baby more love and support and a healthier environment than a hetero- heterosexual couple strung out on drugs and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is that none of this is. I am a I am a product of something against God's design for the natural order of a mother and a baby to be with themselves. You know to be in your family like your blood and mm-hmm. whatever you know, um, and so. Yeah, it's it's great. There's so much benefit to it, but like people can't sit there and you know tell tell me how I'm supposed to feel yeah. and that this is all just fine. Yeah, because it's adoption. Like yeah. it's much more deeper than that. And I am glad that people were brave enough to you know um, 
comment on here and share it because it's not something yeah. I want to just be talking about. I don't yeah. want my family to feel bad. I don't want my biological family to feel bad, but that's just the reality of the existence I'm in is that yeah. I am half, I'm living half torn in half. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm grateful that I have my relationship and my Christian faith, you know, because I don't think a lot of people um, who would have, that, who wouldn't have that to fall back on. It could be very a painful life for them. And so you just, you know, you have all these babies that on the face are, it's going to seem like this beautiful situation that is being created in this kind of industry, but no, it's not. It's just and more brokenness. Of, yeah. Right. Because for every like one good situation or seemingly good situation, there's going to be evil just always seems to be able to capitalize on good like that. Oh yeah. So it's just going to be one of those situations and it's sad because I know how those kids are going to feel. It's just not a good, it's not a good feeling. I don't know. Past the point of crying. <laughs> I think we're just like, how <laughs> about <laughs> <in> California? <laughs> but yeah, I was like, we were kind of touching on that earlier and I just feel like I need to confess because like I was saying that to her, to Trisha before we recorded and we probably should have just recorded it. But I am definitely at that point where there's just a part of me that just wants the stuff to blow up because mm -hmm. then I just won't even have to question if we should move or not. We can just leave already. You know, there's still, there's still, there's, I still feel like there's a lot to fight for here. Um, it hasn't gotten bad enough, but I just feel like there's a small part of me that's just like, just let it get bad already. So that way you can just, yeah. Leave. So we can just go like, <laughs> and, that, and not just me, but like everyone will just have to leave. We'll all just have to leave together. Cause I would want to bring my family and friends with me. It's not like, I don't, I don't want to go by myself. It's so funny. We're just like, I keep looking at other States. Like I'll deep dive into Tennessee. Then I deep dive into Florida and then I deep dive here, you know? And I'm like, like, I feel like I could just move anywhere. And I'm like, at some point, we're just going to flee. Like, these people fleeing countries, mm -hmm. we're just going to flee and mm -hmm. just, like, land somewhere. And we're not going to have a choice. And we're going to be like, well, this is what happens when you don't leave on time. Well, I think that's the sense of urgency I have of, like, trying to, like, plant ourselves <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. Like, one, mm -hmm. like, dip my toe in the water or have one foot out the door mm -hmm. just so I know, like, where I'm going. Like, I want to be... And yes, no, like that. I know, but I don't freaks my parents out. They're like, it freaks me leaving. out. <laughs> it's <laughs> uprooting. I mean, yeah. I, uh, anyways. Yeah. But I was looking at my, you know, I'm thinking about my kids the other day and I'm like, you know, my reasons for staying would be my own comfort levels. Mm. But like, is this really what's best for them? Like, that's where it's going to have to just be. Yeah. And I think that's like the deep psychological thing I'm fighting right now. Cause if this stuff keeps going, the direction it's going to go. Like my daughter was in Panera the other week before we mm -hmm. left when we were still here. And um, she's in the bathroom and by herself. And, she, you know, this man walks out of the stall in woman face. And, and he and like Jasmine didn't even realize it at first because it's like peripheral, you know. Yeah. But then the then he opened his mouth and he's like, oh, hey, sorry, girl. Like he must have like hit her, you know, bumped into her a little bit of her. And she was just like, oh, it's OK, you know. And I'm thinking I remember when. My, when, when I had Luke and thinking like, okay, my son's going to be at an age where I'm just going to have to pray when he goes into that public restroom by himself that he's going to be okay, you know? And now it's like, no, I got to worry about my daughter. Shut up. I have to now worry about my daughter going into a public bathroom and um, having, you know, a situation with a man who wants to be in there. And that's the thing is people are going to say, you're, you're making transgender people, you know, you're cr uh, criminalizing them. Like, they're all going to be like that. And, like, that's not, like, you have to look farther in front of your face. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that evil capitalizes on good intentions. And so why there may be that man was just, who was dressed as a woman is just keeping to themselves and just trying to use the bathroom that they identify in. There's going to be 10 other men who are going to know that they can go into the bathroom identifying as a woman and rape and attack yeah. women which is ha which has been happening yep. but but on another note that man with woman face didn't do anything but still like what did it do to jasmine yeah mentally like that's what i'm saying nobody cares about girls mm -hmm. oh yeah so infants are no longer protected or not safe not sacred what the heck is they're not valuable like, like they're not seen as you know all the way up until god's creation. us 
like even us women. So every step along the way, you have a teenage daughter in the bathroom and she felt some sort of way. She was startled, I'm sure. Like you should not have to be startled right then and there when you, cause she felt safe probably. And then she was like, what the heck? Hey, my daughter, she, she's, if you're going to run into someone in the bathroom like her, it's like, she's not going <laughs> to freak out one or the other because she's just aware of it. Mm-hmm. Probably more than some people. Yeah. Because of how I have been chosen to have her be aware of stuff in this day and age. Like, I feel like there's still that like idea that you don't want to, you want to protect your children and they don't, they can't know about this stuff. Or they don't, you don't want them to know, but I mean, they're going to, if yeah. you don't, they're going to find out another way. So I just have taken, this is my, you know, choice as their parent. I've just been just more open and talking about it with them so that, because they're going to, they're clearly going to encounter it and they have to know, you know, that it's wrong. Yep. And, um, if something were to happen to her that she should not be silent and not yeah. be afraid to tell me, she's going to know to come right to me yeah. and tell me what happened. And, and yeah. did you see that, um, Video of the dad who he found out his wife took their child to the doctor and then they had like had them separate and they asked the little boy what, what do you identify I, uh-huh. as? Yeah. And he was like, Oh, mm-hmm. if I was there, <laughs> what do you, I don't remember what he said, but it's just been refreshing. I mean, it could be a lot better, right? He should have driven down there and gave that doctor's office a piece of his mind and told them they shouldn't be doing that, you know? I mean, he did it. He, he maybe said he will. It. Maybe but, he will, yeah. I don't want to. But wanna, he was probably too hot. But it is nice to, like, at least see these men that are standing up yeah. or, like, the, the men, the 2,000 men that went to Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. and protested about the, yeah. the sacrilegious nuns that were being honored, all that kind of stuff. It's nice to see the men. So that was kind of our issue. Remember, mm-hmm. we were saying, like, where's all the men? Like, we have all the mama bears and mm-hmm. the that, but, like, where's our men speaking up? So it's been nice to see them at least being vocal about it. But Coming out more. more. There, there needs to be more done, for sure. So much more. Like yeah. I said, this episode, I'm done. <laughs> Not cocaine in the White House? We're we talking about that. Let's end it with cocaine in the White House. This is old news. It's so funny. I'm la- I'm laughing because I totally spelled it wrong, and I'm just pulling. You spelled pull, cocaine wrong. I spelled co. I mean, which is a good thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, should, I didn't know how to spell cocaine, spell but I'm laughing because I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? And I was so confident when I wrote cocaine on my. Yeah. I'm gonna laugh. Do if you guys it remember wasn't. the? Is it like a tweet or whatever? Or something that Biden said when he was running, and he's like. It's, we're going to bring de- decency back to the White yes. House or I don't know, whatever. And then, like, I just remember people that I was, like, Facebook friends with or Instagram who were Democrats. And I remember when he got <laughs> elected, in quotation marks. Quotation marks. And they're like, oh, it's so refreshing to see adults back in the White House. <laughs> so no. let's just revisit the last month. We've had a topless transgender mm-hmm. man and women face on the White House lawn. We've had cocaine in the White House. What else? Oh, shoot. I spelled it right. Okay. You did spell it right. I did. But, I mean, just that's just two things within a month. Two things. Within there a was month more. Span at the White House. There and was so, more. Um, yeah. It's funny to watch, you know, people trying to explain it away of whose it is. And we all know whose it was. I mean, they've changed the story ten times. Like I said, it was an old story, but we haven't recorded. We just needed this. Yeah, we need to um, laugh about it. We needed to... Have it recorded somewhere in history. And wouldn't it be nice if that was the worst of our problems with that administration? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Dark to light. I was listening to them, and they said the same thing. Like, remember a day and age when this would be, like, (laughs) the most horrible? Like, this would be horrible to have happened. And it's like, uh. With this administration, you're just like... What next? I mean, what's what's the story this week? It's just been one faux pas after another this whole time. I don't even, I don't know how you can take it seriously at all. No, and it's really scary if you think about it. Biden's DOJ. Oh yeah. Um, third world country status. Like that's scary. But I think our favorite, my favorite analogy of it was, um, imagine if the Hamburglar lived in the White House <laughs> and all the burgers went missing. <laughs> And the Secret Service or whoever whoever else mm-hmm. is investigating couldn't figure out where the hamburgers went. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's the, what's happening yeah. in this White House. You huh. had a president's crackhead son come to the White House, and then 
They found cocaine in areas where only family is allowed. But whose could it be? And they were like, he wasn't there on Friday. Uh, he was. He lives there most of the time. And he was there on Thursday. And he was all cracked out. Did you see oh, the, video the video of him? Yeah. When they were trying to watch fireworks yeah. and he was all cracked out. Oh, my gosh. That was insane. So it's like, why? So they are the masters of twisting words. Just like Newsom when he is like, the highest crime is in red states, mm-hmm. but it's really blue cities. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're so whatever the cabbage patch lady, she's like <laughs> Jean Pierre. Yeah, her. She was like, he wasn't there on Friday, and you're like, shut up. You found it on Sunday. Like, <laughs> okay, he wasn't there on Friday. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. Uh, You're just an idiot. So, but you say that, and then the dumb people are like, oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, no, yeah. he was there Thursday night. Like, I think they left Friday morning. It's this. It doesn't even, yeah. Oh, my Those God. Those are things that, it, that doesn't even, that's just like and trying to answer around the issue, the question. It doesn't. Then they Who were cares? Try- <laughs> they were trying to say it was like. He was there, and then they found it. It's like the sequence of things. It doesn't matter what day, but he was there, and then they found it. <laughs> Wait. And then, yeah, he's not there right now, but he was there, and then they found it. Like, it's just basic, like, logic of, like, tra- <laughs> what actions happening one after the other. Wait, was it Bongino that kept saying, like, this cocaine was so coked out, it kept <laughs> yeah, moving it rooms? Had, it had legs. Like it, it grew legs, and it kept moving from room to room. I feel and- like it was, like, the game of Clue or whatever. It was like, Mr. <laughs> What is it? Um, so-and-so in, with the candlestick in the library. Like, it was just like, where did the cocaine go? Like, I, I just oh felt like I was listening God. to something like that. And then they were like, it's, it was found near the workers because some wing has, has been under construction. And yeah. Dan Bongino's Definitely like, the workers, guess yeah. what? It was the workers, cocaine. <laughs> Let's blame the workers, you hardworking Americans. And so I was like, dude, this is interesting. But I'm glad we ended on this because yeah. I felt like it was a heavy episode. <laughs> it, is. it was. And there was a million more things we could have covered. I know. So um, and I'm on. not even going to start talking about anything else because I almost have you Have you dug into the finders thing that's been coming out? Wait, what? Dark Delight was talking about it too. And it's been on Citizen Free. The finders, it was... um, Was that on today's episode? um, I think it was Monday. Um, What? Tell me about this. It it was, it's like a CIA um, operation where they traffic, because you know how the, the sound, like, confession time, we we have not seen it yet, but we're planning to, but we've been gone and busy and it's just been hard. And And it's sold out. And and I'm happy that all these people are going to watch it because I don't think anything is going to surprise you or I in the movie because we already know the story of Tim Ballard and everything that he's Uh done. So, I mean, I definitely am going to go watch it, but it's just like, let's just let people get red pilled and like understand what has been happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, what was I going with about it? finders? Oh, so finders. So so notice how like the left media, uh, the mm-hmm. left, the liberal media has been spinning that movie, saying it's like QAnon Jason and QAnon therapy. I don't know, just all the stupid stuff that they say. Like you can't even unite behind like an, an issue that is not supposed to be political, but it, it it has to be because you know we can never be united on on anything anymore. Yep. But um, finders was is this thing that. Um, they were kind of touching on Dark to Light, where um, the CIA was like had property outside of Virginia, and these it was children who were kidnapped and brought to the property, and they were like um, satanic ritual abuse, sexual abuse, um, and some of them were found in parks. Like I, I have to like deep dive into it more, but it it was like in the archives or whatever, and the FBI knew about it, and they like looked the other way. I don't know. It's just so, but Citizen Free had an article about finders. What the heck? I haven't caught up on Dark Delight. I think Frank was talking about it. What in the world? But yeah. <clears throat> in what state? It was in Virginia, I think. It was like close to D.C. Um, D.C. tunnels. And I'm not saying everything I just said is like the total truth of what it was, but that's like the gist of it is it has to do with child trafficking, sexual abuse, satanic ritual abuse, and our government. <laughs> so... I was talking, I, I kind of, I brought up, this person knows me very well and they have been by me with all my, 
ins and outs of fighting child sex trafficking for many years. <clears throat> but I don't share a ton with this person, as in like Disney and, mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. But I brought up the movie and I started talking about the movie. And then um, and then I said, yeah, I just find it interesting that Rolling Stone, The Guardian, Washington Post... I can't remember all the other ones. But Jezebel. <laughs> Jezebel. And I was like, what the heck? Why, why, why would you read that? But anyways, um, is against this movie, right? And then I just said, and you know who has, um, this movie was done five years ago. So I was just kind of like dropping things. And then I said, um, do you know who is stopping the release of this movie? This person was like, who? And I was like, Disney. <laughs> Like, what? Like, shocked. Like, why? And I'm like, because just think of it. Why would they want this movie stopped? Yeah. Think about it. And then I said, rewatch. I said, oh. But I said, but it makes sense why they're trying to um, slander this movie. Because the main actor, Jim Caviezel, is going on interviews and talking about um, this and that. And then I said, and then he's even bringing up adrenochrome and they were like, what's that? And I was like, Oh, it's like when you have a child and you, you know, you, you know, like adrenaline. And so when you torture, you scare, whatever this child, you draw their blood from the, from them when they're in full shock and then they inject it into themselves. And, um, like mind blown like they didn't even know what to say and then i said it's just like the movie monsters inc Re watch monsters inc that literally is t telling you what they do they the monsters scare the little kids collect their screams to energize their city i said literally they made a movie about adrenochrome simple and then i'm like okay so bye <laughs> <laughs> that's just like how me well, it's and a conversation with you that's yeah. my normal conversation yeah. with people and that's why i'm a weirdo <laughs> it's okay but i was like well did you hear that disney's their numbers are down in their parks every like their morning wire was talking about this morning i they're not getting the crowds that they're getting i mean people more people more and more people are becoming you know aware and and so there are small steps being made i feel like overall yeah. with the culture war and i do think um we're winning I have faith that good, good will prevail over evil, but it is nice to like recognize the small victories you see. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Sound of Freedom whooped Indiana yeah. Jones, but, and I mean, it was like compared to. And there was no like 40 trailers on mm -mm. mainstream oh, no. about it, right? Well, Indiana Jones budget was like 215 million. Sound of Freedom was 15 million. And. Um, advertisement up the wazoo for Indiana Jones and Indiana Jones had, let's just say 4,600. No, it was more than that. It was like, let's just say 4,900 theaters. And then sound of freedom had 2,600 theaters and they still whooped Indiana Jones. But, yeah. and I'm kind of interested, like, cause everyone's posting like, all of a sudden, the sound will cut out of the movie. Someone keeps pulling the fire alarms. Like, it's happening all over. The mm. latest one I saw was in Fullerton. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Trying to so, disrupt it? Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious. Yeah. So, anyways, we could end it on that. You know what else is cool is, um, have you, I've been downloading some of these, some of these songs that have been coming out, like, oh. from that artist, artist Jimmy Levy. Oh, and he has really? the number one song. <laughs> Which one? The Boycott Target song. It was either Boycott oh, yes. Target or yes. the Rainbow one. Uh -huh. um, we, we claim the Rainbow. Those are like in the top charts, uh -huh. beating out like Taylor Swift, the yeah. BTS guy. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of crazy. But I mean, it's, you know. Those are victories. Yeah. That we will take them. Yeah. Anything else that you want to end it on? Think. God, I think this is the first time we've like talked through the whole show. We haven't had any, we didn't have any clips. Oh my gosh, we had so many clips Ooh, to queue up. I'll put them on the show notes. Shoot. No, but I mean, eh. you eh. haven't heard us talk for a month, so you get to hear us talk for an entire hour. <laughs> yes. And at that, you have been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. You can find us on our website, superspreadershow.com, Spotify, Instagram, and True Social. 
Sorry. I got silly at the end. Bye. Bye.